The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to Stadium Bets on Stadium, everybody. We're glad you're joining us. We got Colby, Nate, Ben, and Monty running the sticks. Boys, we are uh, approaching kind of the tail end of the NFL season. We're finished up with college football. But boy, did we have another, another good weekend. Yeah, fun week in the NFL. Pretty much everything hit. And, you know, you have to like that, especially this late in the year. When it's a little bit difficult to handicap some of these games because we know what every team is. The lines are pretty sharp. ton of injuries to go over, but... We're able to uh, navigate well and hopefully keep it going. Yeah, we're feeling good. Colby, how are you feeling over there in your little corner of the uh, of the room? I don't speak of the. Oh, I don't even want to say it. Uh, the past. Yeah, the past. You're no, feeling, we don't, you're we don't talk about the future. Good the, or bad bets. What we have you done for me lately? Kind yeah, of. Yeah, very. <laughs> He's a I don't like to present. jinx anything. Oh, I respect it. All right, well that's good because we're looking towards the future. Always. And as of this recording, we're looking to the Saturday games, the Sunday games. We're talking some college football as well, and of course, we have our best bets and our underdogs of the week. So let's go to the first slate of games that we wanted to look at, and that was the Saturday NFL games. It's a special weekend. Got NFL games on a Saturday. Nate wasn't very happy about that I mean, when you saw that, I think. I think you said, what are they doing? Yeah, I think it's kind of the uh, the joke where Which it's is about like, how upset Nate you know, you have to tell your significant other, um, I have to watch football yeah, on Saturday sure. now, I get that along sure. with Sunday. But and, we've been um, doing that. What's the difference? <laughs> but when it's like NFL on Saturday, it's like a little bit different because it's More like important. really they're going to take mm. over our whole life instead of, you know, two different uh, yeah. governing bodies of the sport. Yeah. So, yeah, um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll manage. Yeah, my significant other also says that. So let's go to the Saturday <laughs> NFL bets. Uh, let's start. We'll go around the room, talk about some of the bets we like from the three Saturday games going on in the NFL. Colby, we will start with you. What do you like? Uh, I didn't like much, but what grabbed me was the Colts minus two and a half against the Steelers. And we know the Steelers, they're they are not serious. They're kind of like the Chargers that I always pick on every single week. I like this number. Both teams are coming off a loss, but one team is playing for more than the other, and I think the Colts are playing for more, trying to win the AFC South. They're one game behind the Jags, and I think this is a great spot for them. Yeah, I'm getting on the Colts train with you. I like it. Colts minus two and a half. I think this is a game they can maybe even win by a touchdown. Now, Colts games are always kind of scary to bet on because there are so many weird things that happen. With the Colts, especially this season, and Gardner Minshew throwing picks left and right sometimes. Eight. He's got a lot of picks, but he does play better at home, so I will trust Gardner Minshew a little better at home than on the road. And we talked about the Steelers. I think they're a dead team walking at this point. They don't really even know who their quarterback is supposed to be. Mitch Trubisky, the fans were calling for his head after how he played last week, Back and duck. George Pickens was looking not very good at all. Oh, he was gotcha. yelling at teammates on the sidelines. like it's It's a team that's a mess right now, and we really have never seen a Steelers team that's been this much of a mess in a while, so I'm ever, not really sure ever. how to expect them to respond. Yeah, really ever. So I'll take the Colts. I'll take them under a field goal. I like the spot. Like you said, the Colts are kind of playing for something at this point. The Steelers, you could say maybe you're still playing for something, but yeah, I don't even know I if would, they have the capability <laughs> of living up to the moment. I wrote that in my notes, and I go, I could just feel Nate going, well, the Steelers. <laughs> All I'm going to say is, I know I don't really have a, a side I like in this game, but when the Steelers are always doubted, it's when you want to get on Mike. Yeah. Yeah. They're weird. And they're weird. At this point, though, do I don't I don't know well, if they have the, the firepower. So, so they're never g- really great in the big favor role, especially with the way their offense operates. 
and they just lost at home to the Cardinals and Patriots, two of the teams with the three yeah. of the worst records of the league. So now this seems like how everyone's out on the Steelers. This is the time to get on on board. Um, but yeah, sure. I don't really want to uh, do that with the Steelers because I don't truly believe in them. What bet do you like? Let's go later in the night. The uh, Detroit Lions, it's come out down a little bit to minus four. Like that a lot. I bet minus four early in the week on Detroit. I think this is a good buy low spot in Detroit. Didn't like Detroit last week, and a lot of the big reasons why was Jared Goff outdoors in cold weather against a Bears team that has defended him pretty well the last few times that they've played Chicago. This is a completely different situation. You're at home. You're in the dome. So no worry about the cold weather. And issues there that he's historically had. And then the Broncos is their third straight road game, short week also. And the Broncos have just relied so much in this you know, good stretch on turnovers. I know Goff has turned the ball over, but if he can keep the ball and you know play a clean game, I really do think the Lions win this game by a touchdown. So Detroit minus four for Saturday night, one of my actually favorite bets of the week. Ooh, interesting. Goff at home. It's hard, hard to Even, bet huh? against Goff at home. Minus four is a weird number too. So we also have two Game previews that we wanted to get to for this weekend. We'll start with one of the bigger games of the weekend. Cowboys at the Bills in Buffalo. Minus one and a half right now. As of this recording is the line in favor of Buffalo. Total 50 and a half. Nate, we'll start with you. And let me just say, I think we're going to have a little bit more about this game later on in the show. Yeah, a lot of back and forth in this line where it it reopens. Bills minus one and a half. Gets out to minus two. So minus two and a half some spots. Like minus 140 on the money line. And then Wednesday. I guess there was a disagreement on that, and the Cowboys took some money to now we have a pretty reasonable spot to bet the Bills on the money line at minus 120. I'd play this all the way up to minus 130. The Cowboys are coming off three straight home wins where they were very comfortable in nice weather. Old Jerry against World action. Not good defenses in the Commanders, the yeah. Seahawks, and last week the Eagles. And now they're going on the road for the first time in the month. And the last road game they played was against the Panthers. So that was a, a very soft you know, landing spot there. I think that it's a little bit of a different Cowboys outlook and their offense is going to look a lot different and struggle a little bit in Buffalo. I know the Bills defense has had a lot of injuries. But this Bills team, even though they're 7-6, and six, they're rated very highly. We saw last week they close as under a field goal fi- uh, underdog in Kansas City. So the Bills are getting a lot of respect from the betting market still. It's a team I want to buy on as they try to, you know, even with the Dolphins' loss on Monday night, maybe there's even a shot they could win the AFC East. And so they're still competing for a playoff spot and need these kind of games. I just think the Cowboys take a bit of a step back here. So Bills is actually my favorite bet of the week, but uh, I like Buffalo. A little teaser action because we do have best bets coming up at the end of the show. Don't forget about that. That'll be an interesting segment. I I agree with everything you said. Cowboys on the road, different team. Uh, especially in Buffalo with how aggressive that crowd gets, how cold it can get in Buffalo. Um, I will talk about more about this, Colby. I don't know if you have any thoughts. Could be, you I, know, two good teams. Yeah, I, I guess I'll dabble in the Bills' money line. Yeah, I maybe mean, Bills. We're talking maybe cold Bills. temps, but, like, it's going to be in the 40s. But to us, that's not cold. To the Cowboys, are just in their well domes, and they're keeping warm in there. Yeah. They're playing on their oh, turf, God, and Jerry are warm. So it's going to be a completely different game. And like, like Nate said, this is a different Bills team. And they're a yeah. team you do not want in the playoffs if they get hot. And they're getting hot at the right time. I have to. I love the Bills. Sorry. No I love the Bills. All right. Big game preview. Number two, Ravens at the Jaguars. Two very interesting teams heading into this week. Ravens are laying the three points. Total is 42 and a half. 
Uh, Colby, we'll go right back to yeah, you for yeah. this game. Ravens at the Jags. What do you think? I didn't like much, but I did like this. I like the Ravens team total over at 22 and a half. Oh, look at that. Ravens have gone over this number seven of their last eight games. The Jaguars are allowing 22.3 points per game. They've allowed 65 points in their last two games. That's against the Bengals and the Browns. I don't have to worry about anything. Just a couple scores. Come on, right? Come on. Uh-huh. The Jags defense isn't all that. Yeah, the Jags defense has been super disappointing lately. It was pretty good early on in the season. Maybe it was a product of the offense that they're playing, but the last two weeks against Jake Browning and Joe Flacco, they really got picked apart. So I feel like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens offense, who did play well last week, they were in a bye the week before, so they should be all systems go. And well, my bet in this game is the over. So I agree with what Colby (laughs) said, but the the over. So and I because because I I also think the Jags could you know push the ball a little bit and score. Trevor Lawrence looked fine last week, which is pretty crazy. Six days removed from a high ankle sprain, but I know the Jags offense has a lot of issues. They were down their third string left tackle last week. Yeah, uh, but you know the Jags I thought offensively weren't great, um, but it was at Cleveland and everyone's been struggling at Cleveland this year. I think at home they can at least you know provide enough to, for the this full game over to go. You know, it's Sunday Night Football, and apparently oh, every game yeah. is under. Well, yeah, well, we've been spending a lot, of, a little too much time with each other because I like the team total well, the team over, total for the over for me and the others still hit. I like the oh, team total course, over for the Jaguars, so I'm going to take the over for the game as well, over 42 and a half. I think it's the, the <laughs> obvious over thing to take guys. it, as Nate said. The de- we don't trust the defenses for either of these teams. Not to, not to interrupt, Ben, just want to let you guys yeah, know no, no, the over fine. people over here. It's not rude. That the primetime overs or primetime unders are hitting at 70%, just an FYI. So we're going over then, obviously. I think that's the total's been dropping. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's it, weird. It was like 44. <laughs> I'll drop. Well, like 70%. We'll what over. goes up must come down. Yeah, absolutely. 100%, so 100%. Kind of like Nate said, bad defenses. The offenses have been great. Ravens are fourth in points per play. The Jags over the last three games are top 10 in points per play. These are two good offenses meeting each other when their defenses are both bad. So I'll go over every single time of the every time of the year. We got college football previews coming up next. We got college football bets for the weekend. We got some bowl games coming up next as well. That's all next. Stadium bets. Welcome back to Stadium Bets. We got our NFL picks out of the way. Now it's time for some college football. Back to the back to the bread and butter of things. We previewed the Rose Bowl game and we previewed the Sugar Bowl game. So that'll be fun. You can look at those videos on YouTube again. They're kind of kind of popping off. Not to brag. People are talking. They love our Michigan. We love our six bets. viewers. Yeah, we do. Uh, well, it's like 2,000 plus now on oh. YouTube, so we might be YouTube stars, boys. Uh, let's start with a little Cotton Bowl preview, though. We got Missouri and Ohio State. This is December 30th in Arlington. Um, Mizzou right now is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. That total is 49, and if you haven't really been keeping up with the line movement for this game, it's been very interesting because Mizzou did not start as a favorite. They started as a pretty fairly big underdog in this game. So, Nate, tell the people why the line movement has been this way and kind of how they should bet it now that it's – Mizzou as a two and a half point favorite. It's kind of hard to pre-record these these bowl previews because the lines move so often. Whenever there's any kind of bit of news, whether it's transfer portal or a player opting out or maybe a assistant coach going somewhere that called plays or something impactful, I feel like we've kind of hit a a plateau in this line where it's moved an, a lot and it probably is not going to move again until this game is played on December 30th in Arlington, Texas. So New Year's Six Bowl. Ohio State opens minus six and a half pretty much everywhere. And last Monday morning, I'm thinking, I like Mizzou in this game just because they're excited to be about in this game. And Ohio State, after making the playoff last year, probably not that excited. 
So it's like 7 a.m. Monday morning, phone lights up, get a lot of texts, and Kyle McCord is in the transfer portal. I wake up, first thing I do, bet Mizzou plus six and a half. Okay. Then the line moves a little bit. Then a little bit later that Monday, Julian Fleming, who's wide receiver number three, a former top recruit for Ohio State, he put his name in the portal, and that's a big deal because it's assumed Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to opt out of this game. And then like 12 other players on Ohio State went to the portal. And on the other side, everything from the Mizzou camp was, we're not having any opt-outs. We're not having that many transfers. Man ball. If you're not, if you're not injured, you're, is man ball. Like, if you're not injured, everyone's playing in this game. Yeah. There was a lot of enthusiasm in terms of like, ticket sales with Missouri fans wanting to go to Dallas for this game. And probably not as many for Ohio State, who usually are going to the Rose Bowl or a semifinal game. So going to the Cotton Bowl. It's not as exciting for them. So because of that and all this movement, positive for Mizzou and so much of bull betting is kind of looking at the motivation, who wants to be there, who's excited about this game and who maybe is a little disappointed because they had bigger expectations like Ohio State. So this is kind of the classic case where you have the motivation angles on the opposite sides. But also now you have to follow the transfer portal. You have to follow follow opt-outs, guys going to the draft and are foregoing the bowl game. And because of all that, we have Mizzou as a favorite, it's a favorite. and it's kind of oh, trending to minus three. So yeah. uh, if this game was like full on, like, you know, both teams, like a regular season game Ohio, on a neutral field, Ohio State, I'd probably be like a 10 point favorite in this game. But with all the factors, and it's hard to quantify how like much motivation matters. But I think it's pretty, pretty severe here. And I guess my question for you guys, has the line moved too much? Are you interested in maybe Ohio State eventually because they still have backups who are very talented? Or is it just Mizzou all the way at really whatever price? I'm, I'm going Mizzou because Ryan Day is going to be sleeping in his own bed even for this game. Is he even showing yeah. up? No, no, he's not showing up. No. Like, he's looking for NFL Just teams. you saying that nobody's leaving and everyone is playing is good enough for me to bet this without looking at anything else other than that nobody's playing yeah. for Ohio State. What are they playing for? They don't want to be there. They're just in the playoffs. Cody Schrager, goat. Mizzou. That was a good impression. And obviously, when I think this this type of game, betting this game, starts all the way back when they beat Kansas State on a field goal, and everyone just got super hyped about Mizzou. And I think that kind of effort and energy and enthusiasm around the program has moved throughout the whole season. And when you have that throughout the entire season, you still get up for the bowl game. You yeah. care about the bowl game a little bit more because it's going to be the capper to a really fun season for they the fans supposed to be and the good. players. And they really weren't. No, they weren't supposed to be in the position. They weren't supposed to be a top 10 this year. So they're going to have the motivation factor by a million. And in a situation like that, I'm still happy to take them under a field goal favorite. I mean, they could they could win by six or 10 points or whatnot. They could win by double digits against an Ohio State team that I think, you see the players are kind of done with it. Ryan Day might be done with it. The fans are done with it. I'll bet against that 10 times out of 10. Definitely. And just kind of something to keep in mind in general when, when betting bowl games. And the last week we gave out some bowl bets, including some uh, New Year's Six Bowls where I was on Florida State, Colby was on Liberty, and those are kind of teams where we think there might be a little bit of a motivation edge for those two teams fading smaller Oregon. School, like, who, not saying Mizzou's a small school, but the school that's usually not there. Right, yeah. This, I mean, last, last year Mizzou was playing in the Gasparilla Bowl, so the Con yeah, Bowl, a little, bit, bowl. This a is little bit uh, nicer, brighter lights, especially in yeah, Dallas. Don't, don't where disparage the Gasparilla there's Bowl. A, there's, a good amount of, uh, there's a good amount of Mizzou alum in that area, so they should have the crowd advantage at Jerry World. That's uh, Friday night and a few weeks from now. Let's do our Saturday bets because we do have some bets for Saturday. There are some bowl games this weekend. Excitedly, we have two different bets from three people. How's that going to work out? We'll start with Nate. With your first bet. 
yeah, I'll go, I guess, the, I'm alone on an island here, but yeah, you maybe are. I can convince you guys in Jacksonville State, minus three. I already took their money line, so I'm in. They're playing Louisiana in this game, and yeah. Yeah, Louisiana has kind of been a team, a program not as good ever since Billy Napier left for Florida, so I think they're kind of seeing uh, you know, the product of losing a head coach who recruited at a high level there. And Jacksonville State, just a way more motivated team. They were not supposed to be in a bowl game. They were ineligible because they made the jump from FCS to FBS this year. And the rule is you have to sit out postseason for two years. Yep. They even filed an appeal late in the season, kind of when James Madison was filing their appeal to try to play in the postseason and the Sun Belt title game. And they got denied, along with Jacksonville State, who got denied. So Jacksonville State, a team that I think is going to be really motivated because they got the opportunity to play in this game due to the fact that there was not enough six and six bowl teams. So it makes a lot of sense that they're going to show out well in this game. Kind of had a disappointing end of the season, which I believe may have been a, a bet we all liked on the show when they were playing New Mexico State. But I do think that they, they play well in this game Saturday at the Superdome in New Orleans in the, uh, the R&L Carriers Dome or Carriers Bowl. I have no idea. But what I do know is that Colby and I are writing a bet Let's together. Go. And thought- historically, historically, that has not worked out. I think we've won our last Wyoming, couple duo Wyoming. bets. We have one. Yeah. We know the West Coast gets teams. weird in Laramie. So we're going. We're going to go a little south of Wyoming. Right, up, New Mexico, up, New Mexico up, State. We like. We like the Aggies. The best Aggies in the country this season, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Why do we like the Aggies? But they got this little guy, a quarterback, Diego Pavia. Hopefully, I said it right. Our savior. He's just a little grit monster. The dude's oh, like the five eight, and he yeah. gets it done. Man, ball. Fresno State is just on. Just going in the wrong trajectory. Where are they they're, trending? They're trending downward. They're trending they've down. lost their last three games, and yep. they've only scored about over 17 points. They was, I think it was 18, 17, 18. It's about a 17-ish points. Uh, friends, That's how Fresno that works. cannot defend the run. And New Mexico is New Mexico State, sorry, is 12th on the ground, scoring over or recording, sorry, 200 plus yards per game on the ground. And then they get and that. then they get this, man. Those little, yeah, those what little is chunk this? pass plays. Oh, they love chunks. We love, love chunks. chunks. You know what the other thing we love is? Where's this game being played? Oh. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Basically a home it's game a home for New game. Mexico State. Also, Fresno State, and you know, you never wish this upon any team, but their head coach is going to be out with health issues. So hopefully he gets better, but they are not going to be with their normal head coach in a game like this. You combine that with the fact that they lost their last three games in a row, eight and four in the season where they probably should have maybe been a double-digit winning yeah. team this year. I mean, what's the motivation? You lose three straight games going into the end of the season. You probably were looking for a better bowl game than this in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Basically an away game. Jerry, Jerry Kill and company, 10-win <laughs> ten, ten season. They're motivated. We talked about the motivation factor. Give me New Mexico State. Minus three and a half. We, I gave this out last week, I think, right? At two and a half or something like that. You did. Far away, I don't remember. We love the Yaggies. Yeah, I don't I don't remember yet. Yeah. I love it. And Go just, New Mexico just State, like, baby. Correction, Jacksonville State. They're in the New Orleans Bowl. It's sponsored by R&L Carriers. Oh, oh. They're called the R&L Carriers Bowl. It's the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. So we got to get it all correct. You got to know it. your bowl naming rights yeah, this And the Ravens here. defense has been bad recently. I want to throw it in there. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break. On the other side, we're dressing up. We got our best bets and our favorite underdogs. We've been hot. That's next. Welcome back to Stadium Bets. We got the costumes on. We got the dog gears. Colby's got the goggles. You got the vests. We're ready to go. We'll start with our underdogs of the week. Gentlemen, we've been hot in this segment. Let's keep it going for a third straight week. Who are we starting with? Colby, it's all you, sir. Yes, we are taking the 
Texans. We're back on the Texans bandwagon again. once again. Weeks in a row. Keep it down over there. The Titans are coming off a huge double-digit victory or double-digit underdog victory over the Dolphins. Sorry. While the Texans had an embarrassing loss to the Jets. I love the Texans here. Big old bounce back week. Let's go. Give me them. I like it. I'm going to go right back to the same Chicago Bears well and take the Chicago Bears money line against the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. I think this team uh, is rolling. Monty, don't shake your head. This team, I believe in the Bears now. I think they've got everything together. I think their defense has played top five over the last three games or so since uh, since the bye. They've looked pretty good defensively and offensively. Justin Fields is still finding his feet under him, but at least he looks competent and the offense has been able to move the ball. So I know the Browns defense is good and I know the Bears are on the road. But I'll take him on the money line. I love it. Chicago Bears are still in the hunt. They're officially in the hunt graphics, so they're going to win this game. Are you game. the same guy that said it's tough to win in Cleveland? No, I don't think I've ever said that. Roll back the tape. It's, if it's we tough have the to time. go to Cleveland, but it's not tough to win in Cleveland. All right, Nate, underdog. Let's go Saturday, a second Saturday bet for the people. Take the Vikings on the money line. I think there's way too much respect in this number for Jake Browning and the Cincinnati Bengals. And we got some good news with the Vikings just now with Justin Jefferson saying he's going to play. Yep. He left his first game back in two months early, went to the hospital against the Raiders for precautionary reasons. He said he's going to play. But the real reason I like this game, Josh Dobbs, finally not the starter anymore for the Minnesota Vikings. Nick Mullins, who isn't great, but provides a little bit of a more passing threat against a Bengals defense who hasn't stopped anyone this season. So I like the Vikings a lot on Saturday. Boys, it's time for the best bet of the weekend. We usually have three different best bets. This weekend is a little different. Up, we already, uh, we already, yeah, maybe put Chew them all them up, three up at the same time because we already hit this bet once Sunday night hit. Boys, what are we taking? We will start with Nate. Yeah, Bill's money line. I gave all the reasons at the top of the show. If you want to want to rewatch this, whether you're listening to the podcast or watching this on YouTube, I think one thing that I, I didn't mention is Cowboys getting a lot of credit for the way they beat the Eagles. But you yeah. think about the spot the Eagles were in coming off a gauntlet where they played the Chiefs, they played the Bills, they played the 49ers, and they were traveling to Dallas against a Cowboys team who had three extra days to rest. I wasn't surprised the Cowboys won that game big, and now they're getting, I think, a little bit too much credit against a very hungry Bills team. Yeah, 100%. This is a Bills team that's hungry. They're ready to win. Josh Allen is playing great. I don't know if you have anything to add, Colby. Hopefully this doesn't backfire on Everything us. that you guys have mentioned is in my notes. Thank you for stealing them. Giving out the reasons why I wanted to bet the Bills. I am the reason we're betting the Bills. Thanks, guys. Are you? I mean, I think I was totally kidding. I think I said, I said sometime in the third quarter of the Sunday night game, let's hope the Cowboys keep this up so that we can bet the Bills under a field goal. All right, that'll do it for us here at Stadium Bets. We appreciate you watching. Go Bills. Good luck this weekend.